section one hundred and eleven of norway sweden denmark iceland greenland and the search for the poles this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by sonja the world story volume eight norway sweden denmark iceland greenland and the search for the poles edited by eva march tappan section one hundred and eleven captain scott's last message nineteen twelve by robert f scott captain scott in command of the british south polar expedition succeeded in reaching his goal on january eighteenth nineteen twelve on his return weakened by need of food he was overtaken by a blizzard only eleven miles from the camp where fuel and provisions had been deposited the following message was written by him shortly before his death and was found by the relief expedition some months later the editor the causes of this disaster are not due to faulty organization but to misfortune in all the risks that had to be undertaken one the loss of pony transport in march nineteen eleven obliged me to start later than i had intended and obliged the limits of stuff transported to be narrowed the weather throughout the outward journey and especially the long gale in eighty three degrees south stopped us the soft snow in the lower reaches of the glacier again reduced the pace we fought these untoward events with will and conquered but it ate into our provisions reserve every detail of our food supplies clothing and depots made on the interior ice sheet and on that long stretch of seven hundred miles to the pole and back worked out to perfection the advance party would have returned to the glacier in fine form and with a surplus of food but for the astonishing failure of the men whom we had least expected to fail seaman evans was thought to be the strongest man of the party and beardmore glacier is not difficult in fine weather but on our return we did not get a single completely fine day this with a sick companion enormously increased our anxieties i have said elsewhere that we got into frightfully rough ice and edgar evans received a concussion of the brain he died a natural death but left us a shaken party with the season unduly advanced but all the facts above enumerated were as nothing to the surprise which awaited us at the barrier i maintain that our arrangements for returning were quite adequate and that no one in the world would have done better in the weather which we encountered at this time of the year on the summit in latitude eighty two degrees to eighty six degrees we had minus twenty to minus thirty on the barrier in latitude eighty two degrees ten thousand feet lower we had minus thirty in the day and minus forty seven at night pretty regularly with a continuous headwind during our day marches these circumstances came on very suddenly and our wreck is certainly due to this sudden advent of severe weather which does not seem to have any satisfactory cause i do not think human beings ever came through such a month as we have come through and we should have got through in spite of the weather but for the sickening of a second companion captain oates and the shortage of fuel in our depots for which i cannot account and finally but for the storm which had fallen on us within eleven miles of the depot at which we hoped to secure the final supplies surely misfortune could scarcely have exceeded this last blow we arrived within eleven miles of our old one-ton camp with fuel for one hot meal and food for two days for four days we have been unable to leave the tent the gale blowing about us we are weak 
writing is difficult but for my own sake i do not regret this journey which has shown that englishmen can endure hardships help one another and meet death with as great a fortitude as ever in the past we took risks we knew we took them things have come out against us and therefore we have no cause for complaint but bow to the will of providence determined still to do our best to the last but if we have been willing to give our lives to this enterprise which is for the honour of our country i appeal to our countrymen to see that those who depend on us are properly cared for had we lived i should have had a tale to tell of the hardihood endurance and courage of my companions which would have stirred the heart of every englishman these rough notes and our dead bodies must tell the tale but surely surely a great rich country like ours will see that those who are dependent on us are properly provided for signed r scott march twenty fifth nineteen twelve end of section one hundred and eleven end of the world story a history of the world in story song and art volume eight norway sweden denmark iceland greenland and the search for the poles edited by eva march tappan